Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. All right, high fivers, your boy High Five Tom. And I've got my, let's say, the Oakland nominated uh, co host podcast or podcast co host, Will, on the other side of the country. Will, how are you this evening? I'm all right, Tom. Uh, you know why? Because I had a big old bowl of beets for breakfast. Way better than olives. Oh my gosh. Why? Why with these terrible takes while we're recording? Because this is what these people listen for. They haven't. Ha- we haven't had food banter in a couple weeks. That's true. That's true. Beets are fucking horrible. They're not. Beets definitely have their own taste, and it's one of those things where you, you always know there's beets in it. Oh god! Like I, said, I just hate my th- my beef with beets is that they stain everything. You're seeing your hands, cutting board, whatever other vegetables you got on the tray with them. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, Man, you could get the golden beets, but you know, when you're you're thinking beets, you're thinking those bright red beets. Are they uh they have golden beets? There are golden beets that are more of like an orange color, yeah. Hmm. Huh. By the way, did you see Coolio die today? I I did. I'm part of that I'm part of that conversation in the Discord. The Shining Wizards Discord, it's free to join. Is that under music or under general? It's under the general chat. Yep. Yeah, I talked it up to like I didn't know he was still alive. So, so, so Tom, let me ask how how are the Brewers doing? They uh, were currently eliminated from uh, any chance of winning the division yesterday. Um. They're all right. I mean, they need a small miracle at this point to make the playoffs to have the honor of getting swept in St. Louis. So, um, beets are horrible, Will. They taste like shit. But you said they got antidepressants in them, so. They got all sorts of healthy stuff for you. That's why they don't taste good. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, I've got no problem with eating healthy stuff. So, I just had this weird, unfounded thing against beets and grapefruit. Um Oh, so on the topic of grapefruit. So I've been trying to drink less soda and use the soda stream more. Yeah. So I bought a, a pack of like a variety pack of the bubbly flavors for it. And the thing is, is like I've got a bottle of one of the, the soda mixes. And it has you like fill the cap pour it into the bottle and like use the lines that are on like the, the bottle it comes with. Yeah. So I forgot that the bubbly ones, you only need to use like <laughs> a quarter teaspoon for a liter of water. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll try the grapefruit one. I'm not really big on grapefruit, but I'm like, you know what? I'll get through it first in case I don't like it. And then I'll like the other flavors. I poured the whole bottle because I just looked at the bottle and said, oh, I got to go to the line. Then I'm like, oh no. Tom, that tasted so bad. Yeah. Wow. I would die. It tasted earthy and like soap. 
Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I just found out the um, Faith and I, it's called Bokari Sweat. It's like a Japanese Gatorade thing, and I guess it's grapefruit flavored. I don't taste it. So I love that shit. So I tell you, what, I, I I I will fuck around with the with the, the fresco with grapefruit. Or fresco is a grapefruit beverage. Never mind. Uh, I was thinking the the Sierra Mist with the grapefruit. Yeah, fresco is solid. Every now and then I'll get a case of fresco. So fresco is just straight up grapefruit flavored. It is a grapefruit carbonated beverage. They don't call it a soda. Hmm. The carbonated drink. Interesting. Tells you now I know about Fresca, so I know that was it Spanish Pampooses it is for grapefruit is in Spanish, I think. Yeah, like Pampoos? Pampoos, yeah. Well, that might be French, but yeah, so it's like Pampoos or something like that in Spanish. Ah, French, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's on LaCroix cans. Okay. Oh, right. the LaCroix. Yeah. LaCroix. So oh. um yeah, back to the Brewers though, Will. Um, yeah, they were eliminated. Um, they cannot win. There's not out of the playoffs quite yet. Uh, they are current. I think they're still a game and a half behind the Phillies. But even if they if they overtake either the Padres or Phillies, they have to win two or three games in St. Louis to even make it to the next round. So I'm probably down to two jobs here by the next time we record. So, so yeah. But actually, next time we record will be uh, Shining Wizards Matt's wedding anniversary. Sure will be. Which is the day before your birthday. Day before my birthday. Your anniversary somewhere around there, too. Yeah, same day. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, my anniversary's on your birthday, so. What? We planned it that way. Greatest gift you guys could have given me was getting married on my birthday. Yeah, I mean, you should have been there. I mean, I don't know why you couldn't make it. I mean. Who knows? That's a good time. I mean. It's kind of funny that my brother's birthday is the day before yours. Because yours is the 18th, right? Yeah. So my brother says the day before, and I'm like, oh, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, well, we're going to a wedding. And apparently this is like the third or fourth time they've had to go to a wedding on my brother's birthday. <laughs> really? Because huh. it's all like people were like in the family or whatever. I'm like, what a nice gift. Yeah. You go, there's going to be food. <laughs> I mean, my brother and his wife were nice enough. to get, I mean, yeah, they got married two days before I turned 18, so. And they're still and they're still married, still shattering, you know, this the family record for longest marriage. So how far behind are you, Tom? Uh twenty-two years. Guys got it's catching up to do. Yeah. So <clears throat> however, I have a feeling we'll break the record for most happy years of marriage. So Oh, easy there. We don't we don't gotta go there. No. Any. Unless you want to, this is your show. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so it, it is what it is. So, um, yeah, other than that, uh, you know, it's been a solid week. You know, you know, if people are wondering why we're bantering so much, unfortunately, the TV that we are covering this week is a little sparse, but we will get to it eventually. But these people don't care. They want to hear us talk about other shit, right? Like. How I've I you know I've been playing Power Wash Simulator on the Xbox. I've been reading. Wait, there's a Power Wash Simulator on the Xbox. Well, there there's there was a tr- there's been a trend in like the simulation games. Some of it's like animal games. Like there's like the Goose game. It's called the Untitled Goose Game. 
replace like a goose and you pretty much just race however where you go. Like a goat simulator. There's other like simulators. And then there was a string of them like farming, lawn care, and then there's a power wash one, which has gotten really popular. Because you can do like, there is bits of story in it, but you can do co-op stuff. So you can do some like the bigger map with like friends and stuff like that. So what do you power wash? Stuff outside. Hmm. Like houses, stuff like that. I mean, supposedly it's all like volcanic ash, so maybe you shouldn't be just mixing it with water, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I do like playing with power washers. It is kind of fun, so... Isn't like, you know, I'm sure if I popped an edible or something and I just was cruising, I'd probably have like a blast. But it's a lot of me just sitting there like, what the fuck's still dirty? Because it gets, because it's got like the progress charts of it, 99%. And you're like looking around, it's like, what I miss? What I miss? You missed a fence post. Like, where? Huh. But yeah, whoever invented that smoked a lot of marijuana. It's just, it's a trend. It's a trend in gaming right now. Hmm. Because it, it, you know, there's no, there's really no skill required. You don't have to sink any real sort of time in it because you don't even have to finish levels at once. You can save at any point. So you just want to play a little bit. You want to play around. I just got the next step up for the power washer itself. Ooh, smooth sailing now. Hmm. Interesting. But this is a wrestling podcast, Tom. So I am going to talk about one thing that is wrestling related besides Ring of Honor, I guess. I don't know if I don't know if Bandito's lost already or not, but yeah, I mean Bandito is you know challenging for the Ring of Honor. At least at least they're getting the championship out on TV. I'm currently reading the Crimson Cage. Oh, that's cool. Um, so this is the trade paperback version, um, and this is uh, a bloody, violent semi-supernatural comic because this is Deep South Wrestling meets Macbeth. Really? Complete with witches and prophecies and a wife who might be worse than the husband. <laughs> huh. There's definitely fill-ins where like there's a guy who's very obviously meant to be like a Ric Flair. Oh. You find the coolest shit, Will. You know, I get, as they say, I get by with a little help uh, from my friends. Yeah. I think I found out about this because um, Daniel Warren Johnson had brought it up in the press for Do a Powerbomb. Okay. And I'm just trying to find more. So, like, I got this, Do a Powerbomb still running. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about. Uh, the one-shot comic that was coming out, Hell, Hell is the Squared Circle. Yeah. Uh, that dropped soon. So I've got the A covers being delivered to my uh, comic book shop I normally go to. Hmm. And I've got the variant cover is on its way in the mail. Looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward to New Japan uh, Pro Wrestling at the end of the month, Tom. I, I ordered a new Desperado sweatshirt. I watched New Japan Strong today. Nice. I need to get. I. Um. Oh, remind me. I have to. I'll email you that. Uh. I've. Uh. 
my boy Brett emailed me a list of stardom matches to check you, out. You've already sent it to me. Did I send it to you? You did. God, I'm a nice friend, even though I forget half things I tell you. So, Tom, have you ever seen Death Smoochie? <laughs> well, Will, the new question is, you ever see Heather's? I haven't seen Heather's. You need to see Heather's. I And I do remember that I've asked you that previously, by the way. Okay. Um, it's actually probably right up your alley. It might be. It's, it is the spooky time of the year, so it seems like a good time to watch a movie like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good dark comedy, so. Have you seen Parasite? No. The, the new the Korean uh, one, right? The Korean one. It's tagged as being a comedy. You know, you chuckle here and there, maybe, but I don't know if I go as far as to say it's a comedy. <laughs> Is it on the Netflix? It's on... It's on something. It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. I don't have Hulu yet. I got everything else. You might be able to find it on something else, but it is definitely on Hulu. Because didn't it, like, get nominated for, like, some a bunch of, like, Oscars or something? Yeah. Huh. And a lot of white people bitched about it on the internet because Joker was a far more important movie than this social thing that transcends borders and all you have to do is just read some subtitles but it doesn't have walking phoenix going hey we live in a society yeah i started joker the other day it's on hbo max and i just i don't know i'm kind of curious there's um a film festival recently there was a film that got pulled and it was called the people's joker which is basically a joker movie but it was not at all endorsed or produced by dc yeah. So that aired like once, and then it's like, no, Van Hammer's coming down on that one. No shit, huh? Because word, word got around, and they're like, oh, somebody's using our intellectual property. I don't think so. Yeah. But I heard it was a neat, like, a neat take where the Joker character was a woman, but it's talking about like gender identity and like, just societal pressure, but it's through a different lens, so it's not just like the Joker. Yeah. And it's supposed to be more of like a person going through some shit. Yeah. So if I ever can catch that, that'd be neat. But who knows how far that's going to go now that uh, it's already kind of being subdued, we'll say. Yeah. By I'm the, sure the, by the I'm wigs sure. at top. I'm sure it's out there somewhere on the dark web somewhere, so. Yeah, why are you looking at my phone? If I only knew someone that hung out on the dark web. Hmm. I probably shouldn't bring that up on a podcast, so. Oh, hey, buddy. Mabel doesn't know what you're talking about. I saw you on the on the Discord today. Sleepings. Cats rule. Cats are all right. They're bottomless pits. Blanche starts biting me at around 3 a.m. and starts yelling for food at around 4.30 a.m. See, our cats are pretty good about that. I mean, they let us usually sleep till 8, 8.30. Like, there's like a hump. Like, if I... It's kind of like you know, they say they're supposed to like let babies cry in the crib and they'll get over it. Like, if I ignore it long enough, they do give up and then we'll go back to like being cute, cuddly kittens until 6.30. That's the hard cutoff. Then that's like, hey... Buddy, get up. Wow. Yeah, we're pretty, I mean, yeah, they'll 8, 8.30, and they're usually pretty good, so. 
Do you feed them first thing when you get up? I do because the part of that's the vet told us to get three meals a day into them. Oh, okay. Because of how little they are. Yeah. So I feed them when I first get up. Brittany tries to swing out on her lunch break to give them that, that kind of like early afternoon meal. And then we feed them again, usually after I get home. Yeah, because a friend of mom's told me, so don't feed them first thing when you get up. Like, do something first, like shower, make your breakfast, and then feed them. That way they kind of figure out the rules of the road. So, yeah. Listen, I... these guys don't care about rules or personal boundaries. Because they, they hang out on the, the bath mat while I'm in the shower. That sounds familiar, yeah. So, that's hilarious. But, yeah, they're getting they're getting bigger. They are growing. They are. They're yeah, cute. Hard. Yeah, it's hard to imagine Chico was a two-hand kitty when he got him. Now he weighs like 82 pounds. Oh, no. Fucking mini tank, so. We're at the point where, like, we're trying to figure out how big they're actually going to get. And so, too, is Mabel still is very kitten-like as far as, like, how she behaves and stuff like that, whereas Blanche is already kind of acting more like an adult cat. Like, she kind of like would rather hang out in a spot where she can see you and just kind of be like, all right, I see you, that's good. Feed me. I mean, Blanche is a pretty grown-up name, so... Blanche and King Mabel. Yeah. Face Grandma's name was Blanche, though, so... I mean, I suppose technically her name still is Blanche, even though she's not on this mortal coil any longer, but... Right, name's still in the books. Yeah. Well, Will, with all that said, did you want to go over uh, Brendan's question of dishonor, even though he was trolling me via text message about these goddamn beats, but... Listen, there's more substance in this question of honor than uh, the TV episode. A lot more, actually. All right. Well, let's see here. So, so the question of dishonor, insert music cue here, $5,000, air horns, <laughs> whatever whatever we're inevitably going to put there. Five. I do need to get some sound bits one of these days. Is, you want to read it or you want me to do it? So the question you sent me, was which Ring of Honor champion made the biggest impact as champion? And I would love to tell you that it's Kevin Steen, but it's not because he, and it's no just Kevin Steen, but he, obviously, as we've discussed several times, he is not being booked very well on this championship run. He's taking on all comers, but maybe he should wrestle an actual match. Uh, but his answer pretty much steals my answer, but I've got a couple other ones. But, um, you know, he says a coin flip between Samoa Joe and uh, Brian Danielson. I mean, it's really tough, I mean, to beat. They were fledgling champions, you know, when the company was just starting and obviously took the belt international, put on fucking banger after fucking banger after fucking banger and really established a ring of honor. Um but to be honest with you, like in the modern era, even though I may not like this person very much, I think really one of the other more important, besides Jonathan Gresham, Gresham really 
held that title, you know, gave it prominence for the six months he had it and there was no TV. Uh, but that also, asshole Cody Rhodes, you know, was, I mean, it was a time where, like, I mean, yeah, all these indie darlings were holding it at the time, you know, Ring of Honor, but, and uh, listen, I'm, obviously I love Adam Cole, I love, you know, Jay Briscoe. Uh, the Kevin Steens, but yeah, then Cody, Cody, um, Cody showed up and really kind of gave it some international and our some more name recognition, I guess. It, it, it brought eyes to Ring of Honor again because yeah. Cody leaving WWE was a big deal, and then he winds up in Ring of Honor. People are like, oh, what's, what's Ring of Honor? Yeah. Oh, it's this magical place where you got these these hillbilly chicken farmers, and you got. All these guys from Japan in and out, and you've got <laughs> the guys, the guys with the tassels, you know, and the you guys have the elite up as Vikings. You got cheeseburger, and you got cheeseburger. Um, but I mean, it's yeah, it's really. And then I was kind of thinking back. Um, obviously Loki being the first champion was huge. Um, but when people look at in another person, I thought was Tyler Black. Um, holding the Ring of Honor Championship was was pretty huge um, because people will go back and you know I mean um, it may not have had the biggest impact while he was in Ring of Honor, but I think the after effects like people find out he's a former Ring of Honor champion, they're like, wait, Ring of Honor, I've heard of that because obviously Seth Rollins is top. I mean, would you say top five most known wrestlers in the world right now? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about most well-known wrestlers. You're either talking about somebody from Japan or somebody from WWE, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, so there, there's a couple of them. Did you have any other more that I kind of glanced over? I mean, my go-to, so I don't, like, I'm obviously aware that, like, Punk was champion. We had the whole Summer of Punk thing, and there was Danielson unifying the pure in the world title. But my thought, and again, I'm kind of a homer for this guy, but Jonathan Gresham, yeah. I think even because I almost don't even want to think about Jonathan Gresham with the world title because he really didn't have the world title like televised yeah. that much. He had a really long reign as the pure champion. And then he won the world title at final battle and then until he lost it to Claudio I mean he was going around to whatever indie or going to impact or going wherever and defending it and he really kept that title relevant where if you know obviously the plan was going to be Gresham leaving with that belt like if Bandito didn't get the Rona I, I still think Gresham would have ended that night with that world championship. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if Bandito would have defended it as often as all over the place as yeah. Gresham did. And I don't know if Ring of Honor stays a commodity like it kind of was before TK bought it. If, excuse me, if Gresham didn't keep the yeah. title in front of everybody. Yeah, and then he got fucked, and now Chris. Oh, he he totally did. I I honestly would have rather 
Gresham beat Claudio, and if they could have somehow built to him losing to Jericho, at least if they have some kind of built to him losing. Yeah. I still wouldn't have wanted him to drop to Jericho, though. Yeah. Can you not can you not chew the cord, please? I just wonder, I mean, not to be this guy, but I just wonder if if the TV executives bullied Tony Khan into obviously we know he's a huge Claudio mark. We also do enjoy Claudio. Um, but I wonder if he got because I mean Gresham doesn't fit the optic of what you want on your cable TV, unfortunately, which is stupid. The guy can fucking go. I mean, if I, 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 I feel like I can call bullshit on that because I feel like if you put because obviously everybody's bigger on the marquee, right? Right. If you were to put an ad with Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Um, these things barely work as it is. Teeth marks aren't helping. Um, I think if you put up a big sign, a big billboard, something, you run an ad with Gresham in the full entrance gear, octopus mask, the flag. Yeah. You're telling me that's not going to at least stop people and be like, fuck's that? I mean, this I mean, guy's this guy's got a fucking octopus mask. Does he wrestle with it? I'm gonna tune in just to see if he wrestles with it. I mean, I think that you think that, um, but I just because AEW is not necessarily as worried about having smaller people be prominent figures per se. You know, I mean, like Phil Brooks, not a terribly big guy. Yeah, Dan, you know, Brian Danielson, not. A huge guy. Trash is pretty short, though. I mean, he's really short. But dude's fucking strong. Oh, dude. I mean, I, I get it. You know, but, you know, I could just see, you know, and maybe this is just me be hoping that Tony Khan is not that much of an idiot. Um, oh, Tony Khan's an idiot. <laughs> I said that much of an idiot, so. Um, too much credit. Way too much credit. Yeah. Again, I I'm so bitter from death before dishonor. Yeah. The super card of honor was so good. Yeah. I mean, I thought the world title match was a little weak. I, I feel like it, it's like a match we didn't really need because we knew what the outcome was going to be. Like, there was no way Bandito was going to win. Yeah. And the Chavo Guerrero was there. So that was kind of a weird thing, too. It's like, why is Chavo here? Like, there's, there's no reason for Chavo to be involved other than it's like, hey, I'm on the books. You have a another Latino guy wrestling. I'll be in his corner. Yeah. So I'm saying Gresham. I, I think I think Gresham's vignettes helped build some interest going yeah. into Ring of Honor coming back during the pandemic. And I think Gresham is a big reason why Ring of Honor stayed a prominent. Because, I mean, you're looking at it now and people are kind of hemming and hawing over people like Vincent and PCO and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, when Gresham was showing up and wrestling like Steve Macklin and yeah. stuff like that, people were, were hyped for it. Yeah. Kind, kind of on the topic of Ring of Honor, I have you, you've watched all the old events, right? 
Um, what do you mean by all of them? So, uh, I've watched every there, single final battle during the 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 down the aisle. The Wizards talked about the best of junior heavyweights. Oh, super junior, yeah. Best of U.S. Super Juniors. Yeah. Sounded like a hell of a lineup for that show. Yeah, I mean, that's Spanky. He did. He apparently slept through and missed his interview with the Wizards. I forgot about that, so... Um, I mean, I haven't... Homicide Roger Strong for the world title? Yeah, and they're both... I mean, they're both on this show, so... Or at least to make appearances, so... Um. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe someday. I. I you know. I'm mean, the 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 Ring of Honor back catalog is fucking thick. Hey, you know, there. Someone has brought up maybe having bonus episodes where we have extra people sitting in. So you know, that's it's an opportunity for that. Yeah. Yeah, I really got to kind of hammer out and figure out how we're going to do that. Um, what I'm thinking as I'm brainstorming here on air um, is we put a poll out to have some, you know, to, to everyone pick a year and then whatever year wins. And then we'll put out another poll to see what event from that year they want to do. So, or we could do one of those snazzy, uh, you can do like the spin the spin the wheel gimmicks online or you just type in all the, the stuff you want. You spin the old Wilski. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll put a poll out to see who, what year people want us to do, and then we'll do Okay, yeah. So We're spitballing down the rabbit hole. White rabbit. Yeah, white rabbit. Woohoo. Again, God, if it's not Bray Wyatt, I think people are going to lose their shit. It's going to be Bray Wyatt. There is no other person that would be playing this long of a game to come back I hope so. I mean, that, that's this involved. He's such. I, mean, I I always thought he should have went to Hollywood and just made movies or something, you know. But maybe he did. Nothing's come out yet, but who knows? There was a lot of videos on this YouTube channel, but I could never tell if they were like official. Yeah, that's what you or said. If, it, if or if it was just like fan made kind of stuff. Yeah, because it was hard to tell. I mean, Braun's back, so I mean, I like Braun Strowman, so he was nice. I used to like Braun Strowman, (laughs) but I mean, he's right up the road from me, so I mean, he's only half an hour from where I live, so yeah, you know, but it's not wholly his fault. I mean, the control your narrative stuff wasn't that much of a help, but just the the E tanked him. And now oh, he's just now he's just tanking tag team divisions. Yeah. I had WrestleMania, but anyway, well shouts out. Shouts out Nicholas. This is a Ring of Honor podcast, but Brundon, thank you again. Um for for your question of dishonor. Um like I said, obviously Samoa Joe and Brian Danielson are obviously I mean, pretty much can't go wrong with those two, but I mean, yeah, let's say Gresham, and I mean, I think Dalton Castle both work, so do you have a question, Will? I also want to share an anecdote, so we decided to get tacos yesterday, and I happened to be wearing my Bandito shirt, and the lady who works at the taco place said she likes my shirt, 
It's the second wrestling shirt I've worn in there where said, hey, that's a cool shirt. What was the first one? The first one was uh, my JT Dunn shirt. Because oh. it's got the it's got like the hands. Yeah. So again, doesn't scream wrestling shirt. Yeah. So a lot of the better wrestling shirts don't necessarily scream it's a wrestling shirt. Like I bust out that Gresham one, the blue one where it's like the hope poster. Yeah. And like, oh, what's that? I'm like, oh, he's a pro wrestler. Like, oh, I thought it was like a movie, or I thought it was that like yeah, it's sick like that too, but no, it's a wrestler. I actually gotta find that shirt. I haven't seen it in a minute. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember which one I've got. It's in the closet somewhere. But so. I used to have all of them. I didn't. One of them is in my pile here. I didn't love like the first foundation shirt, where it just says like the foundation, like on the chest and on the back. It's got like a little. Yeah. And it does seem little, like a little picture. Yeah. On the back and the screen printing on it's not great. But I've got like the maroon one because they were putting out like everybody in the foundation was supposed to get one, like the maroon, like the drawing. And the... Yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen. I wonder but... what Red Titus, speaking of which, I wonder what Red Titus is doing nowadays. I would be in fucking tall, handsome, in shape. That's an energy I've not seen a carb in a while. So, no, nah, he's vegan uh... too. Is he really? Speaking of vegans, Tom Brady does not look good. Fuck Tom Brady. I don't give a fuck about Tom Brady. Okay, so I'm in a press conference. I'm like, wow, dude. And I got no problem with vegan. I mean, listen, I, I've definitely got eaten more vegetarian for a solid chunk of my adult life, but so. I don't care about Tom Brady. All I care is about how. Yeah, I'm, gonna have to, I'm eating words right now because a couple weeks ago, I fucking dogged the Bengals. And I dogged our stable mates here who are all Bengals fans. And guess what? The Steelers are fucking shitty. <laughs> they lost to the Browns. What? Aren't the Browns pretty good, though? The Browns are okay. It's, it's going to be a real bummer. I hope the, my microphone picked that up. Yep, it that, did. That Blanche is fucking ra- raving havoc in the corner of the room. Yeah. They're menaces tonight. This. You know, Matt should be grateful that Nelly just wants to shove her asshole in the camera and isn't actively like tearing down the walls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think my cat's from the basement. Uh, I think, but what are we Oh, the the Browns are okay. I think that's part of the issue. Of the Steelers looking so bad is, I mean, the Ravens are still if as long as, long as they can hold it together. Like they got Lamar Jackson. They, the Ravens can be a great team. Yeah. The Bengals don't really look like a team who was in the Super Bowl last year. And the Browns have been okay. They could the Browns' biggest issue is they couldn't keep a lead. And they'd always blow it at the end. So now they've got um Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Who's doing great and they're just gonna fucking bench him as soon as Deshaun Watson's available because they paid millions of dollars for this this clown. And it's just going to be such a pisser. This kid's going to probably have, like, a solid record with them. He's going to be gelling with the team. It's going to be like, wow, the Browns are looking good. You know they're going to bench him as soon as they are as soon as they can. Where's that kid? Where's uh, that Pissette kid from? He used answer? to be on the Patriots. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. He used to be the backup in New England. Hmm. Interesting. But New England always... It's kind of funny when you look at it. It's like all these uh, backup quarterbacks that New England had 
New England didn't really ever do anything with them, but now you look out and there's, you know, the uh, fucking uh, blah 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 blah. Or yeah, that that's Afro? the name I was that's that's yeah. the name I was looking for. I'm like ah the the Niners guy. <laughs> Chico, Chico, are you really just gonna look at me and scratch on the couch? Yeah, I got school. Oh, I'm not gonna school anybody. Let's do this. Is my I mean, I mean, Matt Castle had a solid run after he left the Patriots. Cool. Well, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady was a backup quarterback, so. Yeah, hi, buddy. So it's like the Steelers have always been kind of like they've been mediocre for a long time, and now the issue is, is that the other teams in that division are at a higher level now. Yeah. So you don't necessarily have like oh. The Browns are guaranteed to lose all the time, or the Bengals are guaranteed to lose all the time. Now it's like, oh, the Browns and the Bengals could be threats. Baltimore's a threat. Yeah. I mean, hell, the Jacksonville Jaguars are looking like a threat right now. <laughs> wow. They must they're, be really bad then. And they're terrible. They're normally terrible, but they're like two and one right now. Really? Or three and one. I think they have three wins. Did the Bengals win last week? Um, I can tell you. I mean, the Steelers Steelers got a rough schedule coming up too. I mean, they got the Jets this week, which should be and uh should be an easy game for them. But after that, they've got Buffalo, they've got Miami, they've got Tampa. It's just it's going to be a rough stretch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess the Packers beat the uh, Buccaneers. I guess so. Yeah, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Bengals are one and two. Okay, so they did win last week. They got they play the Dolphins tomorrow night. That's a that's gonna be a rough one. Matt's Dolphins are looking hot this year. Wow, that's not words I thought I was gonna hear. So, well, and his fucking Mets. So, and the Mets, yeah. I mean the the Mets seem to be kind of floundering a little bit. At least the last time I was actually looking at like baseball numbers, they were. But compared to how they usually do, still a great year. Hmm. The Brown, the the Cleveland Browns are the first in the AFC North. Wow. Oof. Oh shit! So yeah, actually, the Braves overtook the Mets. Wow. Yeah, so they're they're actually they're uh they're tied up for the division, so huh. Isn't this funny that we said we're gonna start talking about Warring of Honor and we like talk about it for like five minutes and we just start talking about literally everything else? Guys, this it's a road it's a road rage episode. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, you've uh... already heard us talk about everything that <laughs> that we would have been talking about today. I mean, there is a little bit new info, but um but will we probably should go over episode fifty four? If Red you want, Rock if TV. you want, I I put it on twice speed and I fell asleep watching it. So, um, I did watch it again just before we started. So, uh, but original air date September 29, twenty nine, two thousand twelve. Uh, but like Will said, yeah, this is you road know, rage. Road rage. This is basically just a death before dishonor recap. 
Now, I mean, now we talked earlier. I'm pretty sure Boiling Point wasn't technically an iPay-per-view. So I think they're probably trying to help sell DVDs. But, I mean, he pretty much played the whole show over three days. I mean, how do you feel about them recapping this Death Before Dishonor that happened literally less than two weeks after or before this? I mean, what's what's Cornette thinking here? It's, I mean, if you're still trying to generate those buys, you still want people to go back and order it. I'm not as upset about it. I mean, obviously I am because we just talked about it. Yeah. Because we've already seen it. So again, it's like, oh, this is another, I can watch two seconds of Bring a Water 2 and be like, oh, I can skip this week and go do something else because I've already seen everything they're going to show. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it's, you know, they, uh, they opened with the recap of the tag tournament, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah recap, you know, so, and then, and then they, uh, they went to the tag team title match already in progress. Um, yep, they didn't give you the whole match. You know, I, I do love the old school going with the already in progress. So this is, this is Cornette's booking showing it, it's timing. Um, any new thoughts on that, Matt? I mean, the final was, was super solid. Um, really, I, I, I appreciate it because during the, the first time we watched it, I missed how exactly the chair shot played into the CNC Wrestle Factory loss. So I thought Jacob's just like, fuck you with the chair. Like, oh no, yeah. But it wasn't even a swing, just like just chucked it right in the guy's face. Yeah. So Carino could win with a, a back suplex. Yeah. Um, I mean, how do you like the storyline of Scum holding all the, well, most of the gold? You know. But what gold don't they have? You know, the TV TV. Which is funny, because they're the biggest draw for the TV, too, so. Yeah. You know, I just, it was a little frustrating. I, I don't hate it. I think if they didn't, I think if they had waited to introduce that stipulation that if they lose, they're out, like, if Cornette dropped that on him, like, in the finals, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, because now it's the can Rhett Shelton and Titus, or Rhett Haas and Benjamin, keep it together to win, or do they lose and Scum keeps their jobs? You know what I mean? But we went through this tournament knowing, well, these two guys are, like, in the top build. They're they're not going to get bounced out of this tournament. Yeah, it was, you know, I mean, there always can be the chance of fuckery where, you know, they come back as the Midnight Riders or something like that. But, I mean, yeah, when that was announced, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion. They were going to at least make the finals. Like, at least going to the finals, there was a thought that maybe they weren't going to, you know, because um, you had the, the other side of, you know, it would have been kind of cool to see what they had done if, you know, Rhett and Charlie did win. You know, that'd be something different, you know. Yeah, I mean, you that whole thing is still I was kind of open to the idea when it when it first aired, and it's like, let's be tag partners. We win, we face each other, whoever wins gets the straps. Yeah. I think that would have been an interesting route to actually go. Yeah. Because then you have Haas with Benjamin in his corner and Brett 
in theory, maybe it doesn't start with somebody in the corner, but it's like, who would Rhett have? Who was Rhett leaning towards before he took Haas's offer? Yeah. And that could have been a neat story instead of having Shelton kind of cost it and being like, oh, yeah, he's a dumb kid. It's like, like you cost your partner the match too, though. Like it's still an L on your boy's record. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. Again, yeah. it's, it's underwhelming because it's like we we're just talking about like the Bandito Gresham match. There's no way this match is going any other way. Yeah. It's. My local promotion keeps putting contenders against the champ. And it's like, they're not going to win. It, it'd be stupid for this person to win because they haven't, they've had people lose who actually had stories going into it. <laughs> this is just like a filler. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be fun to see Scum, but you know, and then of course they're facing the Briscoes right off the bat. Um, another match we've seen, so hopefully there's not a, a Briscoe Scum run that lasts for the next six months, so. Oh, there might be. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, their tag division's a little, you know, a little thin. I mean, if you're if we're looking at this as purely a vehicle to sell more pay per view buys, sell a couple more eye pay per views, sell a couple more DVDs, that is one of the stronger matches to show. Yeah. Because so. you're you're still kind of introducing your top heels, and it's also kind of fun because it it kind of becomes like a heel versus heel tag team match. Yeah, because Rhett's Rhett's kind of a face. I mean, I mean, Rhett is the face, but I mean, Haas isn't a face. Benjamin's not a face. No. So it's like. Two heel tag teams, they're not really trying to out heal each other. It's just, it's a little different because you know you don't really get that intentionally that much in wrestling anymore. You don't really get the the heel on heel. Matches always say, "Oh, there's got to be a good guy and a bad guy." Yeah, and they or they could have gone where you know um, Shelton costs or you know fucks up, and but they win anyways, and. You know, Charlie and Rhett actually make a run as tag team champions together without Sheldon. You know, it would have been interesting. Right, if, if Haas catches Benjamin trying to, like, sabotage their win and have him be like, hey, the hell's going on? Yeah. I mean, who would want to see Charlie Haas, Sheldon, Benjamin match solo, you know? Has that happened before? That Not that I know. You know, so... You know, and I thought they were kind of teasing that, but to to a last. So I guess I guess we'll see where we go from here, Will. So, um, but I wonder too if oh wait they were I mean because wrestling's greatest tag team was on the last round. Okay, I was thinking maybe one of them couldn't get into Canada or something like that. So who knows? I can see Charlie Haas having a couple DUIs on his record. So Seton Hall's own, yeah. But then next, real quick, uh, just a real quick promo. Obviously, we're getting Steen versus Elgin, you know, at um, the next show in Toronto. Uh, Mike Mondo getting a little creepy, talking about Maria. Um, I know it's 2012, 
Uh, this could be him and Bennett in, in Toronto. But then they show that Davy Richards clip and Will, I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but uh, Davy Richards is still mad. He's trusting the wrong people. Um, He's wearing Walmart metal shirts instead of his own merch. I mean, there's worse Metallica albums he could put on. No, but I mean, if you, you think of your, your whole shtick is like, I'm coming back. The Wolf is back. Open season. Like, I'm going to Coming in hot and fresh. Where's where's those hot fresh threads? I mean, he's rocking a motorhead shirt before, but yeah, but everybody's got a motorhead shirt. I don't have a motorhead shirt. I should. You have probably one. do. If you dig through your drawers enough, you'll probably find one. I should. I've only seen them once. Have you ever seen motorhead? No, they weren't quiet. No, that's yeah. That's that's not a myth. So, uh... and like. Or you have like some motorhead to chase. Like I don't have an actual like motorhead bastard shirt, but I've got the Grudge Match brand one. That's the Liger one. Fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, it's like you know, it's like yeah. I, I I didn't really care when we first saw this. I still don't really care because yeah, until Davy Richards really starts delivering. Yeah, like his promos are a little stale, but I do um I do want to shout out my buddy Nick on the Universal Wrestling Podcast. I did mention it this week, but it wasn't out, though. But, yeah, they did a great interview with Davey Richards. And if nothing else, just watching uh, the name game they did with Davey Richards, and uh, they asked him one word to describe Sami Zayn, El Generico, and he just lost it. He, Yeah, in a good way. It was oos. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I don't mean to be this guy, but when's he coming back? Because... He, we know he's back in December without spoiling it too much, but you know, maybe we get Lover Rovancha in Toronto. I guess we'll see. Uh, but turns out, God, uh, Davey Richards can be facing Mike Bennett in the first round of uh, Survival of the Fittest. Um, and then once again, will we get Lethal and Homicide again? Um, you know, but we're tuning in at the end of the match. Um, I still love that Homicide Wu Tang shirt. Um, I wonder if the Wu Tang ever sued him for that. They probably like this guy's cool. I mean, Homicide is a definitely a would look like a very Wu Tang adjacent, adjacent wrestler. Yeah, like don't tell me they don't know each other. Like they got enough. It's a good chance. Yeah. So, um, but we never did figure out the name. So, I mean, yeah, that was pretty much a pile driver that he used the pile driver. I mean, suplex thing he put on him. So. You know, listen, you're going to be looking for consistency, you're not going to get it. That's true. Uh, but look, Jim, Jim Cornette could also be like, Well, Steen wasn't the one that used it, so I guess it's okay. Let's get fined five thousand dollars. Yeah, um, still you gotta get me a blizzard. Did you watch the Dairy Queen clip? Uh, I started, but I can't watch shit like that. Like, I already don't like this guy. Yeah, you're really not gonna like him. He got Jericho Hollow in the back egging him on, so like if honestly, if some fat white guy was getting in my face and I'm working a service shop like that, I'd probably drop the fat fuck. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, what do you got to lose? I yeah. fucking smash a soft serve in his fat face. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's what they make dilly bars for, so do you guys have dairy queens up by you? Not a ton of like standalone ones, but like they're in like the mall and stuff like that with the Orange Julius. Okay. 
Yeah, because there used to be one in our town, and then after our middle school dances, the whole middle school would show up and just rampage through the fucking Dairy Queen, so. Then we'd buy dilly bars and throw them at cars as they were walking, driving by, so. But, Will, your favorite time of the week is Inside Ring of Honor. Um, at this point, we find out Ring of Honor is going to Rahway, New Jersey, um, like we talked about, because Jay Lethal is definitely um, wanting to do, put something on for the hometown show. Um, and also, they're going to be in Pennsylvania, but I don't think either of these are um, are on Honor Club, I think. So I think our next show is the one in Toronto. And then after that, I think we have Final Battle, but I'll still check. Um, but yeah, obviously, we're going to find out, you know, Elgin's going to face Kevin Steen. Uh, you know, and Elgin had waited a full year to cash in this survival of fitness contract. And, uh, you know, he had trusted truth. He's like, well, Roddy's going to win the world title. Wait till that happens. Oh, Rhino's going to happen um, to win the world title. Aww. So cute. That's what it's come to. That's what it's come to. You got to keep going. Act not just keep an eye on them. You got to keep them like. <laughs> I I I know the I know the feeling very well. Um, but yeah, will we do? Uh, oh yeah, then truce is talking. You know, um, you know they say all men were created equal, and then uh, Michael Elgin walks out on his line. But they do mention this is the first time two Canadians are battling for the Ring of Honor title mm-hmm. in Canada. So that's kind of I mean a, a different deal. So, um. Yeah, and then we find out it's going to be Edwards versus Cole for the TV title, blah, blah, blah. Jay Lethal versus Davey Richards in a battle to get back into the world title picture. Uh, we get Scum versus Dem Boys, which is a little promo. You know, again, we got Mondo versus Bennett. Um, plus, we find out more about survival of the fittest like we talked about last week. So, Lethal and Davey Richards are going to have a match about getting into the world title picture. Yes. But they're all both Presumably going to be in the survival of the fittest. Yes. So they're kind of in it, regardless. Kind of, yeah, but I think they're trying to get a leg up. I, uh, I mean, Lethal's obviously the one that needs to get kind of brought up to the world title level. Yeah. You know, he's just a TV title at this point, but... um, Not even that. It's a punk. <laughs> Fuck Jay Lethal. Um, you know what a Lethal combination is? A Jay Lethal match in a pillow. Ooh. Wow. Have you been waiting all week to pull that one out? No, I don't even think about Jay Lethal. So, <laughs> Well, Will, um, we do As of right have... now, the only thing that Jay Lethal's done that I liked is I did really like the Road to Supercard of Honor, like the promo thing he did against Samoa Joe. I did really like that. And it kind of made me mad that it made me feel kind of sympathetic. For Jay Lethal. Yeah. And he's fine. He's a fine wrestler. He just doesn't I don't I don't get the appeal. Like I don't like Black Machismo was fun. Just you know. That flare bit was hilarious. I, you know, that was funny. But like Jay Lethal, just being Jay Lethal is like promos are always kind of delivered the same. He Basically wrestles the same match every single time. Well, he's been doing variations of the lethal injection. Yeah, I mean, it's a cutter. You can bust it out of nowhere. Yeah, but I mean, now he's kind of... out of nowhere. 
Now he's doing the kind of like the standing salt thing flip. So I don't know. Well, like, he's fine. He just he's never really done it for me. Like I've never been like, ooh, Jay Lee. Yeah, it's funny. He's the first wrestler I ever met when I came. Well, besides Bret Hart, but yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was uh, Jay Lethal and Marty Skrull. So if I knew what I knew at the time, that was kind of an interesting pairing. So, yeah. Anyways, Will. Um, so we do have the lineup for Survival to finish. So we know Davey's going to wrestle Mike Bennett. Uh, but Mike Mont, and we do know someone just won their way in. So Darius Thomas has made the, the Survival to finish. Yeah, because he beat uh... Silas. Silas Young, that's right, at uh, Death, Death Before Dishonor, right? That's what we just watched. Yep. And Way then, better than Death Before Dishonor 2022. Yes. And then uh, our boy Mike Mondo's in the tournament. Uh, the aforementioned Davey Richards, but Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Ciampa, uh, Mike Bennett, Lethal, Adam Cole, Roger Strong, Homicide, and Rhino. But they haven't announced the match. I guess it's Cole versus... Yeah, who's Adam Cole wrestling next week? I hope it's not Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> no. Oh, he's wrestling to Darius Thomas next week. So, an interesting matchup. Unfortunately, we think we probably know who's going to win that one. But I mean, we'll... be, I mean, they like this Darius Thomas kid. Cole's already got a belt. Yeah. Maybe they give the kid a rub, get him a little spot. Because they keep bringing him back. So, they might. He might be at that phase where, like, we may we might have plans for you. Yeah. See how it shakes out. I hope so. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, him to Darius Thomas versus Kyle O'Reilly be a lot of fun. Davey Richards. Oh, uh, to Darius Thomas, Kyle O'Reilly is like that's really the match, right? That's the match you want to see. Yeah. You want to see that Capoeira versus that more kind of not necessarily an, like an MMA style, but more of like a, yeah. a catch a style wrestling. Where he's gonna throw some weird spin kick, but O'Reilly's just gonna catch it and like roll it through into something. Yeah, I hope we will that into existence. That would be a lot of fun. Listen, there's been a lot of things I've been trying to will into existence the last however many years, Tom. But guess what? None of it's really panned out. It's early yet, Will. It's only Wednesday. I'm, you know, I'm still fat. You know, I just have it doesn't just will away. Like you just go. Damn, I wish you could chug Mountain Dews like, I don't know, like Mountain Dews and just lose the weight. Well, yeah, I, I got no room to talk, so I just got yelled at by my doctor last week, but anyways. Uh, I probably would get yelled at by my doctor, but I don't go. Yeah, well, I went... Problem solved. Yeah, I think yeah, I went 16, you know, went 12 years all health insurance, but that's the first time I saw... Second sign of diet, seen a doctor for it, but well, well, that's we'll talk about that off air. But, um, but will we got our main event? Uh, once again, Matt Hardy comes out to um a very mixed reaction. So I don't know if that was originally the plan for him to be a bad guy right or a prick right off the bat. Had Matt Hardy already been an impact at this point? I assume so. Big money, Matt. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, so. Harder to kill or whatever. Yeah. That um, Matt Hardy was great in pro wrestlers versus zombies. Yeah. That's a, that's a real gem if you haven't seen it. No. It's a, it's a trauma film. 
you know, like the Toxic Avenger and like Poultry Ice, those kind of things. Yeah. The, the best line, I mean, other than Hacksaw Jim Duggan turning into a zombie and sadly asking Piper to come going, oh. Really? Was, uh, yeah. Oh, this movie, this movie is the best and the worst movie. I'll 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 send you a copy. <laughs> Pro wrestlers versus zombies. Pro wrestlers versus zombies. Did the best know? the best line I quote this part of my friend all the time is Shane Douglas is in it, and he tells the zombies you're too indie delicious for the franchise. I'm like this is that's the best line. 2013, Roddy Piper, Kurt Angle, Jim Duggan, Shane Douglas, Matt Hardy. Adrian Fisher, I guess she's an actual actor. Rebby Sky, isn't it? Matt's no, is that's that Matt's, Matt's wife? Yeah, that's Matt's wife. I think so. I mean, I'm, I don't think I don't think they were married at this point. That's why they don't have the Christian Cage, Chris Jericho, Ashley Masir, Velvet Sky, Lita. Wait, no, this isn't right. Okay, I, I, I this 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 movie is it's awful, but you got to see it. It's a treat. Matthew Rush, Larry Sabisco. Oh wait, you got heat with Larry Sabisco, don't you? Do I? Someone had heat with Larry Sabisco. I don't know why. I, have, I don't know why I have heat with him. Okay, watch movie. Oh, Jack Tooby. You got to watch it. Set, keep your standards low. You're going to laugh at a lot, but you're supposed to laugh at it or not. Wow. A trauma team release. This is 2013, guys. What do you. Wow. Damn, Rebby Hardy's dad is Senior Benjamin. <laughs> that was a shot. All right. You got to watch it. it. It's a treat. I don't want to put any more clips on there so they don't get any copyright strikes. But speaking of Roddy Piper, they live playing at the movie theater next week. So Ooh. for two weeks. Yeah, it sucks. It's, day, it's a day. At, maybe I could talk uh, Mr. David Henry Barr III. Because uh, he's coming out to... Um, Staying an extra day. Yeah, I've never seen Day Live, so it's all right. Um, all right, well, main event, Matt Hardy's on commentary. Everyone's talking about how Adam Cole is being compared to Matt Hardy, like we talked about last week. Neither of us have ever heard this, neither of us see it, but no, but that's 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 some vintage big money, Matt, right? It's that's when it was a shit in AEW too. It's like all y'all are just doing what I did. Right, you just do it a little faster. You do it a little stronger. It's not uh, wholly wrong. Yeah, but Adam Cole is facing our boy Mike Mondo, uh, and this is a no fear Ring of Honor rules match. So there's right, no time you're limit. a man, no time limit, no yeah. disqualification. Um, and of course, this version only went. I think when I timed it out last time, I think it went 17 minutes. Uh, this time is only like ten because I'm assuming they cut some stuff out. But Probably, I, I I could have miscalculated, but um, once again, it was a fun match. 
you know, Mike Mondo not going for the foot stomp, costing him, and then Matt Hardy goes and tells or uh, Adam Cole that you know he's not as you know he's not as good as he was his age, and he's not as good as him now, and walks off to a course of booze. And that was TV episode. Will um, you know it gets a little frustrating, you know, with us that are watch every week, but you know, like we always ask, like I said, if this is your first episode, um, would it like watching it through that eyes, your eyes, would that have brought you back in next week? I mean, if we're assuming we're watching along, I mean, I would watch this and say, oh, if I watch next week, they're going to give me the rest of the show. Yeah, (laughs) which they might not. I don't think, you know. No, it's fine. It's 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 kind of hard to say what I tune in again because we it's we like we know too much. Yeah, we're too smarky for this. But I mean, for this we don't have to be too smarky because I mean, like I don't know. I guess. But yeah, and and this isn't just a cornet thing because. They started doing this again back in like eighteen and nineteen, so it's just like, yeah, they got gaps to fill. So, but they got a fresh set of tapings. Um, you know, they're well. I don't know when they would have taped that survival of the fittest because their next show was in Rawway. So maybe it's all maybe it's all fresh in there. So I don't know. So, yeah, I you know I think. It's probably fifty fifty if I would this would have caught me, you know, as my first episode ever. You know, like I said, we've talked about we've seen all this already, but you know. It's just frustrating because they work for a fucking TV company. They're you know, but it was fun rewatching. Um, you know, that that Mike Mondo said go back and if people go, I mean, we obviously love Mike Mondo, but well shit, I mean Lethal and Homicide was great too, so yeah, so. so yeah, it would have been better if, uh, you know, Weevil didn't win, but. Yeah. So, well, Will, um, yeah, that's a, kind of an abbreviated version. Obviously, we spent, you know, 45 minutes talking about other stuff, but uh, we were we were trying to. Hey, form- you, know, you know what we didn't talk about? I'm blocked by Teddy Long. Wow, you did get blocked by Teddy Long, huh? I got blocked by Teddy Long. I've never tweeted at Teddy Long. <laughs> he was one of my favorite characters when I was first getting into wrestling. Yeah. I enjoyed him. I enjoyed both his more serious stuff and the comedy stuff. Like, obviously him as SmackDown GM. Let me holler at you, player. You're going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. It's going to be a tag team match, player. Like, love that shit. And he still looks great. He's a lot of fun when he was on the Wizards last year. Um, you know, and I liked his shtick on Raw when he was with Rodney Mack, and he's talking about, like, they were, they were kind of poising it to be, like, a heel thing, but it's, like, it's kind of pointing out, it's like, yeah, there, is, there may be some racist shit in wrestling, but the way they frame it's like, oh, it's a joke, and, like, oh, man, a couple, like, a year or so later, Booker T loses to Triple H at Mania. Because people that look like you don't beat people like me. And it's like, 
as a child, I was so stupid and naive because they were the bad guys. But they're right. <laughs> so yeah, I uh, he put out a video, I guess, explaining why he blocked everybody. But I didn't watch it. It's like, damn, Teddy Long blocked me. I guess I don't got to know. I've never talked to the guy. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I saw somebody tweet out something about how they had Teddy Long do like a drop for their album. He sued him for it after and like, dog, you we paid you to do this. And he sent back a message saying, oh, my bad player. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Long, rest, wrestling's full of interesting people on front of the camera and behind the camera. So. Yeah. All right, Tom. If you don't have anything else, I guess I'll, I'll holla at you next week. Yeah, I'm just trying to trying to see if I got blocked by Teddy Long. I want to know. I want to know if it was just me. Oh uh, well, it wasn't just you. It appears this was. Oh, uh, I know it was a lot of people. I mean, MJF said he blocked Teddy Long. So, God, MJF is such a great follow. Is this T-shirt a real thing? Which one? New arrival, Teddy Long. You got blocked, playa. T-shirt. I don't know, but I love Teddy Long. I, that early SmackDown, like I, I'm fully aware of the problems that there was in wrestling in the early thousands. Yeah, that ruthless aggression era. But uh. I mean, I, I was thinking about that a bit today because I was looking. Ooh, ooh. I got, yeah, I did get blocked by Tony Long. Damn, because some people got blocked and then some people can still look at his profile and it says his tweets are just private. Oh, that's the third person to block me on Twitter. I know. Damn, time to make it four. <laughs> I know, shit. And the first two assholes fucking had it coming. Actually, it might be only the second time. I think the other, be, I don't know. Let's go find out. Did, I, did these assholes block me? Did they call them mouth breathers? Hey, you know, sometimes you, maybe you get like maybe you got a deviated septum. Maybe you got to be a mouth breather. Oh, well, either they're not on here anymore, or. Interesting. Okay. Anyway. Um yeah, I think that's all I got, Will. Sorry. Ooh, no, it's man. cool. My my plan for after this is to pull up that uh Desperado Junkasai match from a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. That was GCW, isn't it? Uh I found it was part of a highlight thing. It was it was a new Japan show. Oh really? Okay. Speaking of GCW, shout out to former guest of Shining Wizards and also former guest of Mark and All High Five Tom Perch, who is now currently in Japan with GCW. So hopefully oh, yeah. get back on the show and now we can figure out if you ever ate any horse meat over there. So well, sweet. Will, as always, my friend, it's been a pleasure. Um yeah, and uh, I know we get a couple qualif or a couple uh, survival of fitness matches. So hopefully, we get some fresh Ring of Honor next week. So, 
Hey, and it's uh, it's going to drop uh, after. So, Tom, happy early, or as people are going to be listening to it next week, late anniversary. Aw, uh, thanks, Will. And happy birthday, Will. Thanks, Related, Tom. But early. Wait, no. It's We're saying it early now. It's early now, but next week it'll be belated. When we record next week. We're going to record before these things happen. But then, by but time it's going to air after, right? Time, time travel. All right, high fivers. We are out of here. Thank you so much, everybody.